the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome. You are listening to Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston, New England's oldest African-American church. Hope and Faith Ministry features the inspirational sermons of my father, Dr. Wesley Roberts, senior pastor at People's Baptist Church. We're so glad you're here. Dr. Roberts has a powerful message of hope and love for your life and mine. Now enjoy this broadcast of Hope and Faith Ministry, brought to you from People's Baptist Church of Boston. Good morning to my People's Baptist Church family. Good morning to our guests and friends. We are delighted to be able to worship together the great God who has been with us and has kept us safe and secure during this past week. We are the people of God, and we have come to give him glory and praise today. And it is certainly a privilege, a delight, to be in the presence of our Lord and to let him know that we love him and we will serve him all the days of our life. The title of the message today is Chosen to be Different chosen to be different. The Apostle Peter tells us in the first chapter of his first letter that a Christian is a child of God by reason of a spiritual birth. When you and I accept Jesus Christ as our Savior, we are born spiritually into the family of God, and from then We have the everlasting God as our Father, as our protector, as our guide, as the supplier of all our needs. Jesus taught his disciples to pray, Our Father in heaven. When we are born into a family, we share certain genes which are responsible for our family resemblances. The older I get, the more I realize how much I have in common with my dad, who passed away in 1974. Not only do I have certain facial features, like nose and ears, but I have his quiet personality. Like him, I want things around me to be neat, organized, and to be of the best quality. Peter is saying that Christians share their Heavenly Father's nature and therefore should reflect his character in their daily lives. Listen to Peter in 1 Peter 1, 15 and 16. Peter says, Always live as God's holy people should, because God is the one who chose you, and he is holy. That's why the scriptures say, I am the holy God, and you must be holy too. We are to reflect 
God-likeness in everything that we do. This means that the Christian believer must be different from those who do not have a relationship with God, who are not a part of God's family, who have not uh, received the cleansing of the blood of Jesus Christ. But note, however, that to become like God is not something we achieve overnight. Holiness is a process, a becoming, not a state of being. Peter not only calls us to live self-consciously as God's children, but in 1 Peter chapter 1, 17 through 21, he offers some practical advice as to how we should live in order to please God. First, he says, live as temporary residents here on earth. Live as temporary residents here on earth. First Peter chapter 1 and verse 17. And remember that the heavenly Father to whom you pray has no favorites. He will judge or reward you according to what you do. So you must live in reverent fear of him during your time here as temporary residents. Now, this is the second time in this chapter that Peter tells us we are temporary residents or strangers or foreigners in the world. Our true citizenship is not here on this earth, in, whether it's in the United States or in any other nation. We are visitors, strangers, foreigners, resident aliens on this planet. This is our temporary dwelling place. The world is not our permanent home. Heaven is our home. That is where our mansions await us. We can be certain of that because God raised Jesus from the dead and glorified him uh, at his right hand. And one thing our glorified Savior is doing for us right now is preparing our home in heaven where we will not be aliens or strangers, but citizens at home forever. Yes, we are in the world, but we are not of the world. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 4, Paul tells us of the activity of the evil one that we have to deal with. Paul says, Satan, who is the god of this world, has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. They are unable to see the glorious light of the good news. They don't understand this message about the glory of Christ, who is the exact likeness of God. So while living on, on the earth, or while being temporary residents, we are in Satan's sphere of influence. We are in his territory, surrounded by his subjects, who yield allegiance to him and carry out his wishes. Satan will do his utmost to make life difficult for us, the children of God. He will cause us to be so influenced by the godless values of the world that we will forget 
who we are and to whom we belong. Sometimes Satan will cause us to become so involved seeking after material things that we lose interest in things spiritual. We can become so busy chasing the almighty dollar that we have little or no time to serve the Lord or to serve others. We are wrapped up in our own interests, doing our own thing, not realizing that we are being influenced by Satan, the God of this world. Satan will seek to corrupt our thoughts, kindle strange desires in our hearts, and tantalize us with forbidden things. He will trick us from time to time with his empty promises, but the old life of sin will never fully satisfy us again. Because we have been given a taste of better things, we can never be contented just with earthly things. Whenever we become too comfortable and lose sight of the fact that we are only temporary residents here, God jogs our memory with troubles, trials, tribulations of one kind or another. COVID-19 and its variants, the Tornadoes, the hurricanes, the earthquakes, the disastrous fires and disasters of one kind or another are reminders that planet Earth is not our true home, is not our permanent home. We are in transit, staying for a night and will depart in the morning. No one lives forever here on this planet. We are born, we live a number of years. If we are strong and healthy and blessed by God, we may live to be 80, 90, or even 100 plus years, like some of the centenarians that we have in our membership. But it does not matter how long we live, because eventually everyone dies. We are all terminal. The only difference is some of us know it and the rest of us act like we are going to be here forever. Peter's purpose then in verse 17 is to remind us that as members of the family of God, it is important that we live right while residing among those who do not acknowledge Christ Jesus as Lord. Our behavior is not a private affair affecting only ourselves. The family reputation is at stake. The Father's honor and glory are at stake. So Peter reminds us that God scrutinizes the, the behavior of all of his children. He plays no favorites. This fact should produce, says Peter, reverent fear in us. But because it is our Father who is, who is the judge, we don't have to be afraid of him. We don't have to hide or run from him. See, the term reverent fear is a special kind of fear. It is fear that our Father will be disappointed in us. We who trust in Christ will never be condemned, for Christ was already condemned for us. 
The Apostle Paul tells us in Romans 8 and verse 1, So now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. Though no believer will ever be banished from God's presence, all must give account of themselves in a private interview with Jesus Christ. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 10, Paul puts it like this. He says, For we must all stand before Christ to be judged. We will each receive whatever we deserve for the good or evil we have done in this earthly body. You see, as Christians, our works will be judged not to determine our eternal destiny, but to determine our rewards in heaven. The sad thing about that is that there are many Christians who will discover in that day that they wasted their life on this earth by running after things which, will have, which have no eternal significance. So the question is, what should we fear? We should fear living as though we are not children of the Most High God. When we let hateful words fly out of our mouth, when we are unforgiving, when we seek revenge, when we have no compassion on those who need us to show compassion to them, when we have to be number one and win every argument, when we cannot lose gracefully and with dignity, we are living as if we don't believe in God, as though we are not the children of the Most High God. Brothers and sisters, we have a stewardship to answer for. We have an account to give for the way in which we use our money, our time, and our talents, and how faithful we are in representing God in the world. But secondly, Peter says, live as redeemed people. Live as redeemed people. First Peter 1, 18 and 19. For you know that it was not with perishable things such as silver or gold that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you from your ancestors, but with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. You see, we need to live not only as temporary residents here, as strangers, foreigners uh, in the world, but as those who have been redeemed at a great price. Probably the greatest truth about us as Christians is that we have been redeemed. We are not the same. Our sins have been taken by Christ on, on himself on the cross. And now, uh, whether we function the way we ought to function, our Christ will always be there to forgive us for our sins. It is certainly wonderful to have been created by a great God. It is wonderful to be endowed with life in a world so full of marvelous possibilities. It is wonderful to have a mind which can call up the past, interrogate the present, and anticipate the future. But it is far more wonderful to have been redeemed. Peter says the ransom God paid for us was not mere gold or silver. It is certainly good to 
have wealth and we we uh, do not denigrate wealth wealth is okay it is it can be a gift from god but there are some things that money cannot buy money cannot bring back a loved one from the dead money cannot make up for the lack of love it is wonderful to have money but it can only purchase things that are as perishable as itself when it seeks to enter into the sphere of the eternal it is barred it is its currency will not pass there are some things that money cannot buy you see god could have could have given uh, sums of suns of gold stars of silver and constellations glowing with precious metals but he knew that none of these things were sufficient to free a single soul from the curse and the penalty of sin material things count for nothing in the weighing scales of eternity and therefore the creator could not give things to redeem us but he gave himself to save us from our sins the price of our redemption is the precious blood of jesus christ shed on calvary's cross how far was god willing to go in order to save us first peter 1 verse 20 says god chose him as your ransom long before the world began but now in these last days he has been revealed for your sake you see god planned our salvation before the creation of the world some people think that when adam and eve sinned god said oops i didn't see that coming as if the coming of christ was an afterthought in god's plan but the opposite is true before the universe was created god knew he was going to create adam and eve and that they would they would sin and disobey him he knew all that was going to happen that they would bring ruin and destruction to the world which he created and in the councils of eternity god the father said to the son you must go to the earth to save them from their sins redemption was in god's heart long before sin entered the world what began in the councils of eternity before the universe was created was made known in the death of jesus christ on the cross in his powerful sermon on the day of pentecost peter said in acts chapter 2 23 and 24 he says this man this jesus was handed over to you by god's deliberate plan and for knowledge and you with the help of wicked men put him to death by nailing him to the cross but god raised him from the dead freeing him from the agony of death because it was impossible for death to keep its hold on him This is Peter seeking to impress on us the surpassing wonder of what God has done for us as the basis for us to live holy lives. In other words, when you are tempted to disobey and dishonor God, remember who you are. 
Remember the price God paid for your redemption. Remember God's purpose in calling you to be a member of his family. You will be, you are his son or daughter. Remember the inheritance that God is holding in heaven for you right now, reserved for you. Remember God's protecting care. Remember his forgiving grace. And remember his promise to supply all of your needs. But the third thing that Peter tells us is that we are to live with faith and hope in God. We are to live with faith and hope in God. First Peter 1.21 Through Christ you have come to trust in God and you have placed your faith and hope in God because he raised Christ from the dead and gave him great glory. Faith is the key word in Christian living. Hebrews 11 verse 1 says, Faith makes sure of what we hope for and gives us proof of what we cannot see. And Habakkuk chapter 2 and verse 4, I, the Lord, refuse to accept anyone who is proud. Only those who live by faith are acceptable to me. Faith will carry us through every situation we encounter during our temporary residence here on this planet. God, our Father, requires us to live by faith in him. Our resources, our human resources, are inadequate to deal with the situations that we have to face here on this, on this earth. But when our faith rests in God, nothing is impossible for us. Whatever mysteries we encounter, whatever pain we have to endure, whatever mountain of difficulties lie in our pathway, God will be by our side. He will never leave us nor forsake us. So have faith in God and everything will be all right as far as heaven is concerned. Have faith in God and the dark, tragic experiences of life will not overwhelm you. Have faith in God and you can accomplish every task he gives you. Master every situation he places you in. Conquer every fear and learn from every situation that you go through. But we are not only to live by faith, we are to live a life of hope. Hope is the assurance that what God promised, we will receive. The eyes of hope given to us by God enable us to look beyond our present circumstances to the glory which is awaiting us in heaven. The Bible tells us that one day we shall be like our Savior, for we shall see him as he is. Like others, I'm looking forward to passing through those pearly gates, walking the golden streets in heaven, standing upon the sea of glass, and be forever free from sorrow, toil, and pain. But these are only the Lord joys of heaven. The highest joy is to be like Jesus, to share his power and his glory and his joy. 
I don't know about you, but I am looking forward to the day when my Savior will present me faultless before the glorious presence of his Father. Oh, to have this hope means that we know that our prayers will be answered. We know that God is in control of our lives. We know that his word is true, that we are more than conquerors, that victory will be ours, and that eternal life will be ours to enjoy through the ages of eternity. This God-given hope will sustain us through the daily grind. It will sustain us through the long, dark night. It will sustain us through the wearisome struggle, through the hour of suffering, through the depths of sorrow. It will sustain us through the loss of a loved one and sustain us through the final hours of our life here on this planet where we have been living as temporary residents. Oh, we do not fully grasp in our, with our finite minds all that God has prepared for us. And this is why the Apostle Paul was able to say, I has not seen nor ear heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those who love him. Saints, we are the children of God. There is more to life than we are experiencing right now. We are just going through night. The morning will come when we are with our, with our God. Never depart again, but we shall be there forever. Oh, that's why the hymn writer could say, When we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing that will be. When we all see Jesus, we will sing and shout the victory. Amen. As we open this part of the service to those who, who need to make a decision, Sister Law is going to be singing for us, lead me, guide me, because we do need our Lord to lead us and to guide us along the way. So as he sings for us, take seriously this message. Thank you for joining us here at Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston. We pray that you have been touched and inspired by today's message. People's Baptist Church is a Christ-centered, caring church located at 134 Camden Street at the corner of Camden and Tremont Streets. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. You can reach us at 617-427-0424. Come visit us in person or on the web at www.pbcboston.org. And tune in every Saturday morning at 1030 for another inspiring message of hope and faith. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.